welcome to another episode of the Women in Agile podcast. I'm Leslie Morse, and I'll be hosting today's discussion. In this episode, we're featuring Dominika Bulla. She's a senior consultant who focuses day-to-day on enterprise Agile coaching. She has also been a mentor in the Women in Agile mentorship program and serves as a conference organizer for the Women in Agile Europe event. Dominika is a certified Scrum Master, PMI Agile Practitioner, Safe Consultant, and Pro Kanban Trainer. In this episode, Dominika and I unpack lots of things related to mentorship, not only how she engaged in the Women in Agile Mentorship Program, but also tips and tricks for a method for speed mentoring programs. We touch on a lot of things, tips and tricks that can be useful for you if you're a mentee or mentor, as well as just different thoughts and perspectives around the current state of Agile in the world that we live in. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Dominika. Thanks for being with me today. Hello, Leslie. I'm so grateful to be a part of this podcast and have a chance to talk to you today. Yeah, I'm really excited to learn some more about your perspectives, especially as it comes to the topic of mentorship, which we're going to be digging into today. There's uh, some timely relevance for me, given a few things that I'm doing at work. So um, hopefully all of our other listeners will get value from this discussion as well. Before we get into that topic of mentorship, though, we always love to hear just a little bit about our guests in terms of kind of your agile origin story. So how did you find yourself as a a member of this global agile community? Well, so this started several years ago. I was working as a localization project manager. Uh, I was not only project manager, but I also had my own uh, team that I was managing, the project team and I uh, really started looking into how you can accelerate uh, for the value delivery and how can you remove waste and that led me to agile ways of working and I basically transitioned from the role of the technical project manager to the agile practitioner by organic growth of looking for better ways to deliver the work that we are doing. What was it about, like, better ways? Like, what better way was the most exciting and enticing for you? Empowering teams, make sure, making sure that we have the right collaboration and the expectation of what is that the team is working is satisfying um, the customer. And the customer could be different, uh, it could be understood from the different perspective. Either these are the yeah. internal clients of the company or external paying clients. This had many ways, but I was overwhelmed with all of the practices that are out there. And, you know, it can be adapted, Kanban, Scrum, scaled frameworks. I felt like all of this can be utilized in the great ways, you know, to start creating... Um, a diverse product and bringing this quicker to the market. So this was my main inspiration. And then I started learning about the frameworks. And that was really like the moment of crossing the chasm because you are reading about this, but there is a moment when you really start practicing. And that's how I got uh, to try with the first teams. And many teams after, I'm (laughs) here talking to you and sharing the insights of 
you know, how, I, how, how did I get here? How do I share back with the community and so on? Yeah, and I think you, I mean, you're echoing a lot of things that we hear guests say, and and, and I just kind of want to check in with you on this, this uh, related idea. It's like, there's something that once you find Agile, you also kind of like find your people. Did you have a sense of that just natural human connection and camaraderie with other Agilists the deeper you got into this global community? Yes, definitely. And I felt like my work is flattening, you know. I was able to reach out to people that were distributed in the different places, but felt just like alike, you know, like-minded people. And this is really creating a sense of the belonging and roots you. Because sometimes when you're in local environments, you see uh, uh, specifics from the bias. And the longer you are in the specific organization, the, the harder it is to see and what the community gives you is that the community actually gives you a different perspective you can look through other people's eyes through that different lens zoom in and zoom out and get inspired how to do your job better how to experiment and how to support your teams yeah that's great i love that I haven't heard anybody describe it quite that way. And I think there's so much people will be able to relate to in that. And right, you know, this is the Women in Agile podcast, right? We are both women um, in this global Agile community. What has your experience as a woman been like? And how are you currently experiencing gender equity and other dimensions of diversity, equity, and inclusion um, sort of in your direct kind of sphere at work as well as with interactions you have across the world? I wouldn't say that is great. I would say that there is still a lot of work to do, but we are the ones who need to take responsibility for that and actively ask. So what I'm referring to is like equity when it comes to the salary. Actually Mm -hmm. learning how to negotiate the right compensation for yourself. And I would say this... um, refers also a lot of to the specific companies that you work for or you're applying for. So my only advice for anybody uh, would be to learn how to negotiate, know your word, and look for the right company with the right, right values that align with you. Because there will be a, uh, companies that you'll be potentially supporting as agile practitioner that you'll be only one. So think about this when you'll be uh, choosing this kind of jobs. Make your research and think about this. Reflect if this is a right position, if this is an environment that you'll be feeling comfortable with. But there are also organizations that support the diversity. Diversity is higher and there are multiple initiatives towards that. So it's good to make this uh, research before jumping the wagon. That would be my take on that as there's a yeah, lot out and- there. Yeah, and practice having those conversations because it's one thing to think it through all in your head and make that declaration of what you want to ask for. It's another thing to actually have the words flow out of your mouth. And so practicing speaking those words and those requests and what negotiation feels like, I think is also a a really important part of that. So I'm super keen advice from your side. I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Thank you, Leslie. You're welcome. And I'm curious, how 
How does that experience around the importance of negotiation and things show up for you when you're mentoring someone else? Because that's really the impetus of us as us booking this episode was to talk about your involvement in our Women in Agile Mentorship Program, what it means to be a successful mentor. And so how do you use your lived experience as a, as a woman in this industry to serve when you're mentoring someone else? You know, this comes on many levels, but I will say with the first thing that really has to happen is you need to start somewhere. And often people don't know what is the right first step or if they will like it and they start creating excuses but go ahead and validate that so this is where the mentorship programs are great and having a mentor it's great opportunity so if you're in the situation that your direct environment does not offer a mentorship option women in agile community is a great um a way to find the right mentor or mentoring program because you can find people who will support you there. And uh, if this is too much of the time commitment, the one thing that you can try, if you just want to try on the one-off basis, if this is the right solution for me, try to experiment with setting up the mentoring session and knowledge exchanges in your local environment. And this doesn't have to be a scrum team or a development team. This could be done in any environment. And I can dive in uh, in details on how to set up this session, but speed mentoring is basically the accelerated version of the traditional mentoring where you don't meet with the mentor or the mentee on the weekly basis for some period of time, but you basically do that as a one-off event. And I would recommend starting basically with 30 minutes when you match the mentors to the mentees and they really go around robin around the room within the groups of 20 minutes to discuss what is the challenge they want to resolve and how would uh, they go about this or how they did go about this. And what I'm um, pointing here is like the good topic is how did I accelerate in the career within the organization that I work with? What made me resilient? Uh, what were the difficulties? How did I succeed in my current role having family or uh, this kind of challenges? Because sometimes these are just excuses. I cannot do this or I cannot be promoted because I'm missing something, this is impossible. But the point is that you are never alone. There was somebody who went through the same before and you can learn from them and you can, and they can learn from you because this is always like a two-way street. For mentoring, is not about somebody being a walking book of knowledge, but this is about having conversation and growing together. Yeah, when it's there's, I pick up a sense of like, you're not alone. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I'm not the only person that has ever not had this figured out. Like, this person I'm talking to was sitting in that chair just a few years ago, and like, there is a path forward. The, the way you describe this, Dominica, it sounds a little bit like, speed dating like yes. if you go to yes. a restaurant and like you speed date around the different tables so is that really kind of the right metaphor when you think about speed mentoring 
Yeah, but I feel like you don't take a person home. You take the yeah. idea, you take the concept, <laughs> the idea home, and you grow with that idea. Well, and I guess there there is a, maybe you go from the speed dating of a mentor you met at a table for the conversation. And maybe, maybe you start dating as mentors in terms of there's an ongoing relationship of mentorship. It doesn't have to just end right there. Yes. And there's also change of the perspective because mm-hmm. many times when we are already at the level when, okay, I see my end goal clearly. I want to be this and that. I don't see all of the baby steps that I need to take to get there. I don't see the hardship and challenges. And when there are some small blockers in my personal life, I feel like, okay, this is excuse. I, I cannot do this. Clearly, this is not for me. This other person is better, stronger, has a better background, better experience. But this is none of that. When you are building this and building on this experience and the baby steps, you can relate. Okay, this was not easy. This required a lot of work. And, you know, and sometimes it's okay to say, seeing how much does this take from uh, one person or or another, maybe this is not for me, but then what else, what else is out there? What else can I try? Yeah, the, I I just think about kind of like I'm I'm feeling into if I were a person at a, a kind of a speed mentoring session also just the value in diverse perspectives, asking sort of the same core question to multiple people to hear how others maybe did things in different ways. Um, because just because you did it one way doesn't mean that's the right way for me. Would you say that that diversity of thought is also a value proposition of a speed mentoring structure? Definitely. This was this will actually give you access to the different people it most likely different point of their life or time, and that will show you what is possible. And it's never a straight line. I would say yeah. that this the career path is never a straight line. And at the end of the day, you are responsible for it. So do not wait to be found and discovered. You need to do the legwork. legwork. Yeah. And then, so you have leveraged speed mentoring as a technique within your organization, right? Right, correct. Any tips for people who are like, ooh, this sounds cool. I want to go try it in the office, or maybe I want to try it at my next Women in Agile local community meetup or anything like that? To start with, it's good to create the alignment of what is that we want to be mentor art. Is that a career? Is that a specific domain that we want to be uh, improving or any other thing? Like it could be even like, uh, how do I practice the coaching conversation? What makes me a better coach, better listener? There is a variety of the topic that you can mentor other people at. The career progression is just one of them. And once you align your direct group that you're working with, what is the need? This already gives you a lot of data to work on. But then you can actually start looking for right people to be mentors, to match them with the mentees or vice versa, right? And once you have this set up, you are on to very successful uh, event. And yeah. yeah, I can see how that idea of a theme is sort of the unifying bonding idea that that helps you select the group as well as I guess creates to some extent 
a little more continuity of the conversation because it's not like every person that sits down with you is bringing something completely out of left field. Yeah, and just to demand is to think about what is the goal, what is their mm -hmm. goal, and to shortly introduce everybody to each other. So, you know, with the mentors, you can do that, obviously, ahead of time with some deck or short bio. So everybody knows what is their background and what kind of questions uh, would be the most suitable for them. But for mentees, when they're planning to join the speed mentoring session, it's good to, you know, have it prepared 30 seconds of or, or, or so. Who am I? Like, short yeah. insight to create uh, this... Um, I would say synergy and yeah, then yeah. Keep, keep up with these people beyond the meeting. This, this is great for creating and this is great for the networking. You know, yeah. if you are working in the organization, that kind of everybody's kind of working on their own thing. This is great for introducing a possibilities and, and what is there actually to create the, to improve the collaboration between yeah. the teams. Yeah. I love that. And I think the the ability to set those foundational kind of things, like the introductions, think about it in advance, is probably all really critical to a successful event. Other tips for people that are wanting to facilitate one of these? Don't be afraid. Many people are like, I, I, I cannot do this. This is too much. I have to speak in front of the group of the people. I think that the best thing we can give to each other is a time. And the fact that there are people interested in the participating, it's already it's already a big thing for you as a facilitator. So just go with the flow. Start from the introduction, introduce the mentors, and keep up with time. Because usually what we like to have is having a people, I would say four people per one mentor, four mentees per one mentor at the table, and have uh, have this uh, time box to 20 minute session change mm -hmm. every 20 minutes because th th this pro uh, it's proven to be most effective uh, model from my experience you, yeah. you, you switch the tables and then people probably likely want to talk more but this yeah. is just a sign of the successful event and you can tell them that this is just the start and they can carry all over and make their own magic but yeah know, when yeah. And in this, uh, there's something beautiful about that. Like, this is just the start. Like, that was part of what I was thinking. It's like, if, if it sounds interesting, you've never done it before, and you're feeling a little afraid, it's like, just invite people like, hey, I want to try this new thing I heard about. We might not get it all right the first time, but let's see what we can learn together. And sort of just that vulnerability of kind of alleviate some of that pressure and structure in the need for perfection. Yeah. So just to have a clear compare and contrast, the Women in Agile Mentorship Program, which is um, fantastically sponsored by IC Agile, um, is not leveraging a speed mentorship type structure. Um, so how did you find out about our Women in Agile Mentorship Program and ultimately get involved as a mentor in that? So this is a story of several years, right? I, I, it all started with being added to the Slack channel by Jane Krieger, who was my mentor at that time and also manager. Right now, you can 
find uh, Jen as one of the VPs at GitHub, but she did amazing work. So she added me to the Slack channel, and then I started expo- exploring community. I set off as one of the facilitators helping organize Women in Agile Open Conference, and that was uh, co-facilitated with um, April uh, Jefferson, who was just amazing at doing and facilitating the conference, but that was online event happening in COVID. So I dive in and I wanted to explore what else is out there beside the events supported by the women in Agile that are sponsored by women in Agile. And that way I found that women in Agile uh, community has their own apps, that there are co- other conferences and also a mentoring program. So I signed up um, as a mentor. And then I had Alison Pollard uh, reaching out to me this January and say, hey, Domi, would you like to be one of the mentor? And I'm so happy that I said yes. I was delighted to get that invitation to the, the mentoring group. And soon after I met my mentee and we were seeing each other at least twice a month uh, over the last eight months. So... That was very intense collaboration, but we had a specific goal and we wanted to get to that goal together. But then the amazing opportunity, the Women in Agile uh, Mentorships uh, and Mentoring gives you amazing support with the Mentor Power Hour sessions. So these are the hourly meetings every month where you meet with fellow mentors and discuss How can you be more effective as a mentor? What are the challenges? And for me, the most eye-opening is that when you are new to the mentoring journey, you always have some assumption, okay, this will go this and that, or, or, you know, there's a specific problem to solve, but what is that you are solving in the end could be completely different. It unfolds, it it grows. Uh, Mentoring is... uh, it con- con- uh, consistently improves. The outcome could be totally different than uh, original assumption, and that's okay. And both yeah. parties learn from it. So this is about women in agile mentor- uh, mentoring program, and I encourage everybody to be on the lookout between uh, December and I think January, right, when when the new cohort for 2024 will open and sign for for mentor position or for the mentee position and explore the opportunities. And this can be anything. It doesn't have to be about, hey, I want to grow in the role of the Scrum Master or I want to transition to be Agile practitioner, but about anything. Yeah, I, I really love your testimonial in that way because that was something that we... And, and I, I personally collaborated with Allison Pollard, who's the program director for the Women in Agile Mentorship Program, quite a bit at the inception of this program around we, we want to make sure that there's something in it for the mentors. I mean, any of us who are more advanced in our careers and, and have been doing this for a longer time, have people reach out to us right and left. Hey, I'm looking for a mentor. Who do you know? Can you mentor me? And 
sometimes being a mentor can be kind of thankless work or you get in a relationship with a mentee and then they just stop showing up and, and, and it's really struggling. So we're like, we wanted to make sure that something was in it for the mentors. So that kind of the mentor power hour is our give back to the mentors to help them in their own growth and development so that it's not all them giving, which the best mentorship relationships are very symbiotic and you're giving and getting between the mentor and mentee all the time. But we wanted to make sure that that extra structure was there. As you think about this mentorship cycle that you just went through, what was what was a moment of growth for you and something new you unlocked for yourself over these eight months? I strongly believe in leading by example. So when I was talking to my mentee, I was trying to kind of show her that there are ways to get engaged with the communities that are basically focusing on building your personal brand. So I started writing the blog post and attending meetups just to encourage her that she can do the same, submitting talks to the conferences. And this unlocked the new opportunities for me, you know. This actually accelerated my own career growth, made uh, available new options on the market. And I was not even thinking about this at that time when I started mentoring. Hey, maybe I want to change the jobs, right? But this all happened naturally through work that we were doing together along each other, right? We were reviewing our resumes. We were thinking, how can we get engaged? Where are the gaps? What should be improved? And, you know, obviously the, the call of my mentee was, how do I get myself out of the specific role that I have and get hired as an agile practitioner? But this was just one, one of the ways, um, you know, that opened my eyes too, because it, it really shows that if you're actively looking and working on the self-improvement, even if you're doing them so that you can think about this like a pair programming, we're kind of revising each other actions and how do, how do we come across. I love that. That's, it's interesting how the universe works in those magical ways. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Any, um, so we've kind of alluded to the idea that our, our mentorship program has cycles. And so we open those at least once a year. Sometimes the way it cycles, you might get two openings per year. So obviously the Women in Agile website, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, the Women in Agile newsletter, great ways to find out when these opportunities are coming up. But that's not the only access to mentorship Um through Women in Agile, we see just organic mentor-mentee relationships forming all the time through that very Women in Agile Slack workspace that you got access to from Jen back at the beginning of your journey. Um, So as we think about people that that we'll take it from the mentorship side, and I I just want to hit on this with you before we start wrapping up for today. Any tips on being a successful mentor? You know, for the beginning, like with everything else, it's good to set the right expectation. So if you're thinking about doing any mentorship or starting a mentoring program, it's good to put together at the beginning the mentoring agreement, starting with how do we want to do this? 
what is the expectation on both ends? Because we both, mm -hmm. as I mentioned before, we come with our expectation, biases, and things that we consider as good. But is this actually good on the, uh, uh, on the other side, considered uh, good by the other side? I don't know about that. So it's good to have this discussion and set up what is the frequency that works for all of us? Is this online, offline? What are the ways that we can support each other to make this possible? And the same comes with the speed mentoring. I think this is what draws a lot of people to try this on at the beginning, is to clearly spell out what is the format of the session, what is the goal of the session, what is the specific topic that we are going to be mentored on, and this really helps. Yeah, yeah. Any tips for mentees? Think about this from the perspective in, um, of what is that you want to achieve and why is that uh, you want to do this? Is this because you see, for example, with the career changes, I want to be director or the project manager or I want to transition from the customer support to the project management. These are just example. What is my motivation for doing that? Is this a work and life balance? Is this a, a, the increase of pay? What is that is driving me? And, and then the opportunities and options that are available are probably much more than one path it just started from originally. So yeah, think about keep an goal. open mind. Exactly. Yes. And think yeah. about what is actually the goal. So Awesome. I, I love those tips. I um, like I said, some I'll of this just, is very relevant you know, for me. <laughs> Leslie, I'm just sorry for for interrupting you, but I think that at the end of the day, it's not like oh, I'm just showing up and the other person will be mentoring me. You need to yeah. know uh, what you want, kind of on, at the start. <laughs> and yeah. it's a two-way street, street because there will be uh, transformations on both ends. Yeah, it, you, um, I, I do believe as the mentee, you get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I'm so glad we've been able to unpack this topic. couple things that I want to touch on with you as we actually wrap up. First of which being, um, what are you geeking out on? What's your new edge for professional growth? Any recommendations on cool topics or ideas or things for our listeners? Well, there are so many, but I will start with one recent one that really got me inspired. So my friend and fellow Agile coach, Beata Padua, started this book club where she re revises the books that are focused on, you know, teamwork. And we recently uh, went through a book called X Teams that shows you um, how much potential is there with the teams going outside of the traditional setup of just collaborating inwards, like by the set rules, but out for feedback and being part of the greater ecosystem of the organization that they are looking for, actively asking and validating how much value uh, they are delivering. So this was very inspirational. And I would say that book clubs are amazing, uh, amazing, I would say, constructs, not only for, a, for because of the idea of reading a new book every time so often, but also for the idea of having this club. And again, community of uh, people, you can discuss the ideas and, you know, center yourself and yeah. get inspired by. I love that. We've got a little bit of time. Do you have a second thing you want to share? 
I would just say that there are so many possibilities out there. If you are listening about the mentorship right now, you're probably open to try different things. So go and find your woman in Agile community locally. If you don't have one, look for the women in Agile conferences in Europe or in US. Start your own community, join your book club, go out to the meetups, go out your uh, original container and, you know, this this will actually create a lot of value and the growth and it help you look at the things from the different perspective. Awesome. I love that. I love that. The um, You mentioned, you know, Women in Agile Europe conference. There's U.S. conferences. There are local communities all over the world. You know, if you're struggling to navigate your way as one of our podcast listeners, don't hesitate to just email info at womeninagile.org. Um, we've got a team that responds to that inbox and we'll be sure to get you pointed in the right direction. Um so, so just, I, I can't resist giving that little commercial. Um, one thing we didn't exactly mention, but that did just kind of come up to me related to this topic of mentorship is mentorship circles. Um, and that's another format that I've been exposed to. And I'm just curious if you've had any experience with mentorship circles or any resources or, or tips around that topic. Do you mean like different organizations who also provide the mentoring? Or yeah, potentially. Ethical. Yeah. So I know that there is Anita Borg monthly mentoring sessions, and this mostly focus on you know how do I accelerate my career in tech, in, and this is in the different uh, in many areas, right? How do I become a? I'm, I am scientist. How do I become the engineer? What are the first baby steps I can take to be successful? So it really depends uh, where you want to go, but yeah. Start yourself a community of practice within your own organization or just, you know, baby, baby steps, the minimum viable. Start with the speed mentoring session. Experiment yep. with that within your local community. It doesn't have to be at work. And yeah. you get gain a lot from that. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Last question, I promise, and I won't keep you any longer. I know, I know uh, you've got a busy schedule today. So final wisdom, final thoughts for our listeners. I would say that at the beginning, at the end, at the end, is that never think I'm not ready and don't put away the idea of trying something further because the time is now and you can start today. And trust me, at least 50% of the planet population don't think like that. Many people don't think like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not going to apply for a job. Do apply for a job, have the practice, uh, job interviews and learn from that. There, there are many, many, many ways to accelerate yourself, but one of them is by feedback. And you can have this feedback through the mentoring cycles or you can have the feedback, but by running the experiments. And, and this is what I would suggest to everybody. Never stop experimenting. Do not settle for I'm not ready. <laughs> yes, I love that. There, there is no better time to start than now. Awesome. Well, Dominica, thank you so much for being with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for listening to this Women in Agile podcast episode. 
find more inspiring conversations by visiting womeninagile.org slash podcast, checking out the podcast series on iTunes, or visiting your podcast application of choice. If you have an idea for a topic, speaker, or feedback on an episode, please reach out to us via email through podcast at womeninagile.org.